Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs and welcome to The Great America Show. It is great to have you with us. A win for the rule of law and President Donald Trump. A New York appeals judge has lifted Marxist dim judge Arthur Engeron's gag order against President Trump. The appellate judge, David Friedman, stayed Engeron's gag order citing Trump's First Amendment rights. This is, believe it or not, the fourth time that the appeals court has had to overturn a gag order against President Trump in this very same case. President Trump wasted no time posting on his Truth Social calling the gag order ridiculous and unconstitutional, not allowing him to defend himself against the judge and his politically biased and out-of-control Trump-hating clerk, as he put it, who is, he said, sinking Engeron and his court to new levels of low. The Pentagon has failed its annual audit for the sixth year in a row. Talk about accountability. Think of that. Six years and they haven't been able to balance their books and they've got trillions of dollars at stake. Out of 29 individual sub-audits of the department this year, only seven of those departments passed. 1,600 auditors went through the Department of Defense's $3.8 trillion in assets and $4 trillion in liabilities. At the conclusion, they found that half of the Department of Defense's assets simply can't be accounted for. That's right, almost $2 trillion missing. But don't worry, the controller of the DOD, Mike McCord, says no fraud was found. Now, we all believe that, right? A guy who can't balance the books, but he knows all about fraud. Either way, that's a scary thought. Puppet President Biden meeting with Chinese dictator Xi Jinping for four hours this past week in San Francisco. As you might expect, there was no transcript, no readout of what the two men discussed. For all we know, they could have discussed more money headed for embattled first son Hunter Biden. 
Prior to the meeting, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said Biden was going to work to reestablish military communications with Xi. Here is President Biden telling us just how that went. So we're back to direct, open, clear, direct communications on a, on a, on a direct basis. Vital miscalculations on either side can, are, can cause real, real trouble with, a, with a, a, a country like China or any other major country. And so I think we're made real progress there as well. Notice the lack of detail. The president speaking, but certainly not saying much. Just moments after saying communications have been reestablished between China and the U.S., Biden was asked about Xi being a dictator. President Biden went on to say, after careful thought, of course, that Xi is indeed a dictator. And as he did so, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken looked like he wanted to pass out, shaking his head in dismay. Mr. President, after today, would you still refer to President Xi as a dictator? This is a term uh, that you used earlier this year. Our guest today is the founder of the Gateway Pundit, Jim Hoff. Jim, it is great to have you with us on the Great America Show again. There's so much going on, but let's begin with a piece you have just put out with Laura Logan on the perhaps most mysterious man of January 6th. Ray Epps, of course. Tell us what you've uncovered, if you will. Uh, I'd be happy to do that, Lou. Um, so I joined with uh, Lara Logan. She actually came to my home in St. Louis. We interviewed for an afternoon. And we spoke about Ray Epps, uh, this mystery man from January 6th. We also spoke uh, quite a bit about Roseanne Boyland. And your audience may not be familiar with that name, but Roseanne Boyland was one of four Trump supporters who was killed that day. Um, the Gateway Pundit, we were the first to report on that. I spoke with Philip Anderson, who was being smothered under a crowd next to Roseanne Boyland. And uh, he was rescued. He's a young black Trump supporter, very outspoken on Twitter today. He's, uh, since that time, they arrested Philip after he was almost killed. He was knocked out cold that day um, by the police when they pushed people on top of him. And they were spraying these people with the gas canisters, you know, and and Roseanne was unfortunately didn't make it. She was she died on the Capitol steps, Lou. Most people have never heard the name, but think of that. A woman dies in a protest, uh, free speech, freedom of assembly. Here she dies on the U.S. Capitol steps, and uh, you don't hear a peep from the media about that. So we spoke about that with Lara Logan in her series, Truth in Media, where she focuses on January 6th. We also spoke about Ray Epps, of course, um, the mystery man from the day. And, uh, you know, there's, there's been a lot of things said about Ray Epps. We've reported on him significantly at Gateway Pundit. Um, and what we focused on was, uh, uh, you know, Lou, there were obviously over 1,200 people now, Trump supporters, who've been arrested, who've been to court. Many of these people are in jail. I know several men, and I'm sure you do too, who are, haven't been to court yet, and they've been locked up. Uh, a young man named John Mellis was, uh, this week was his birthday, and it was also uh, the same day that he had 1,000 days in prison without a trial. He's in Washington, D.C. So we're seeing this very sad time in our nation's history of this injustice against these, these Trump supporters, 
against the political opposition by the Biden re regime. And with Ray Epsilon, um, what we found was, uh, and, uh, was during the protest, Ray Epps was there when they got through the first breach of fences. He was there during the second breach of the fences right up front. And then yeah. during a period when they, this huge Trump sign was floating across the crowds um, that day, um, some, some Trump supporters brought it up towards to where the crowd was by the U.S. Capitol. This huge, this huge uh, Trump flag is metal with a metal frame is floating across the crowd, and you know people raise their hands to try to touch this, and you can see this all in video, and we've actually reported on this in Gateway Pundit, but you can see this, and um, several people touch the sign, and then it gets redirected, and it goes towards the police. The police take the sign, they move it back, and they get it out of the way. No one was hurt. Uh, and yet, um, since January 6th, we have at least eight men that we have identified who touched that sign as it went over their head. They didn't, they didn't have anything to do with this sign. They didn't own the sign. They didn't plan to move this sign anywhere. They were just standing in a crowd and a huge sign goes over their head. Well, they're, they've been arrested. They've gone to court and the average amount of time they've been sentenced to is three years. So for touching a sign that goes over your head in a crowd, uh, these courts in DC, which are very, very corrupt, as you know, um, right. I think I can say that, uh, but uh, they put these men in jail now uh, with, in, in federal prisons for touching a sign that goes over their head. Well, Ray Epps also happened to touch that. We've identified that. <laughs> we, we have several uh, pieces of video that show him touching the sign and not just touching the sign though, but actually pushing the sign several feet. So he did much more in this instant, in this situation than any of these other men who are serving time today in federal prison. And yet, of course, it's the same old story. They didn't charge Ray Epps with this. Ray Epps gets a misdemeanor. He walks free. He's never spent a day in jail for January 6th. Very, very suspicious, very curious how this could happen in our country, Lou. And of course, Ray Epps is the only one we see on camera, too, who's telling everybody the night before in that morning of January 6th, we're going to the Capitol, we're going in the Capitol. So it's very strange why this man gets a pass. And that's just a question for your, for your listeners, um, how this can happen in America but there's obviously something going on there that Ray Epps, you know, gets such favorable treatment. It's it is incredible that here we are at, at, at the approaching the end of, of 2023. And we still don't know how many FBI agents were there. We don't know how many Secret Service were there. We don't know how many undercover uh, from every agency, uh, Capitol Police, you name it, uh, were there. And we, we, have, we have, as you said, somewhere around a thousand, more than a thousand Americans still in jail for what happened on that day. And admittedly, there was vandalism, there was trespass, uh, but it was also all in conjunction with a political rally uh, and a number of which uh, uh, participants end up in the Capitol. 
and I have no problem with, uh, you know, arresting them, uh, punishing them, and moving on. But this is political retribution. These are political prisoners. And, and frankly, I think it's unheard of that anyone in a political rally in this country has ever been treated like this, uh, certainly in, in modern history. It, it, it's just outrageous. And for us not to be able to depend upon the FBI, or the Justice Department, and the federal judiciary to, to honor the American people's right to know tells you that we have moved from where we should be as a republic uh, to someplace we should not be because now we are on the verge, in my judgment, of not being simply authoritarian, but indeed totalitarian, and I mean it in the Marxist sense. That is what we're confronting today. Your thoughts? Oh, I completely agree with you, Lou, and it's, it is terrifying what's happening. And uh, uh, another group of people who, uh, of course, are absent, it, the Republican leadership, the Republican Party, the Republican lawmakers, they just haven't done enough to stand up to this, to ask more questions, to go after the DOJ. How can they uh, allow this to continue? They're still arresting people, Lou. Um, think of that. They're still arresting people two and a half years later. I found out something uh, just last night. Actually, one of the J6 prisoners called me from the, they call it the D.C. Gulag, the prison there yeah. in, in Washington, D.C., where a lot of these uh, uh, political prisoners from January 6th are being held. Yeah. And he told me that in the recent uh, Palestinian protests at the U.S. Capitol that, uh, that took place, um, and hundreds, if not thousands, of pro-Palestinian activists went into the U.S. Capitol. What he had heard was that at least four of these protesters um, had attacked police, had wrestled with police, had disrupted um, the, the goings-on that day, the committee hearings, um, which is the same crimes that he's being charged with. And yet, of course, these same individuals were released. So they're trying to find out the names of these people who attacked the police, what happened to them, and they're going to press charges or file a lawsuit because, of course, um, that what the government then is doing is, and we were, obviously this is the truth, they're treating one political party different than another political yeah. group. And uh, so he's gonna he's gonna look at that, but it's 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 shameful that um, that this would happen in America. And um, these people, their lives are, as you know, Lou. I mean, it's just destroyed. I, Families are destroyed. Their savings are destroyed. Their livelihoods are I have, destroyed. I've never felt more helpless uh, on any issue uh, that confronts this country than on this one. Uh, like you, I've talked with uh, Republican uh, lawmakers. I've talked uh, with you know any number of people about the solutions. No one has a solution because the Marxist Dems, and I use the 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 term the label uh, advisedly uh, and unreservedly. Uh, these are Marxists, uh, without any doubt whatsoever, who have brought this this awful awful evil down on the heads of these political prisoners. That's right, Lou. You know, and, and just to add on that one last item, 
uh, last week, the House was voting uh, to fund the FBI's new headquarters of over $300 million. And this was a, a, a piece of uh, legislation or that Matt right. Gates uh, uh, initiated in Congress. And 70 Republicans came back and they voted with Democrats to fund um, the, uh, the, the new headquarters that's going to be uh, reportedly uh, as large or larger than the Pentagon. And, uh, and at the same time this was happening, Lou, uh, the FBI was chasing uh, retired Army Sergeant Greg Yetman through the woods in New Jersey um, for, go, for attending January 6th and spraying some, uh, some, some of this pepper spray at police. We don't know if he hit the, any of these police officers. We don't know if any were injured, but they chased yeah. him with hounds through the woods oh. for three days. An Army veteran, uh, Iraq War veteran, an Afghanistan War veteran, and he's being chased down like a dog by the FBI. At the same time, 70 Republicans vote to give the FBI a new headquarters. We're going it's to talk. We're going to talk about the new F, the, the new FBI. We're going to talk about that. I want to talk about the new speaker. I want to talk about who the Republican Party uh, thinks they are and who you think they've become. Uh, we're continuing with Jim Hoff, the Gateway Pundit. We'll be right back. Stay with us. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back now with the Gateway Pundits, Jim Hoff. Jim, we were talking about, uh, let's start with the Republican Party. Uh, they have just passed legislation with the help, the assistance uh, of the Democrat Party. Now we have a what's called a staggered or laddered uh, continuing resolution that basically is a, uh, a blank check uh, for the Biden regime uh, and for Chuck Schumer. Uh, and I have a hard time understanding whether this is a Democrat bill or a Republican bill. Uh, but if I count the numbers, when you've got more support coming from the Democrats than the Republicans, it sounds to me like a Democrat bill. And this speaker, Mike Johnson, and I had high hopes for him, he sounds more like a Democrat than a conservative. Your thoughts? Well, I'm with you, Lou. I uh, was hoping with Mike Johnson uh, things would change, but this is the same old, same old from Washington, D.C., and the same old, same old from Republicans who uh, uh, supposedly are in charge of the U.S. House. Um, so it's, it is very disappointing. 
Um, and uh, so it's the same old tricks with this funding uh, and the government continues to just spend and spend like uh, I'd say drunken sailors. I don't think that fits anymore. Um, <laughs> and at the same time, uh, we, we heard uh, Mike Johnson, Speaker Johnson this week say that uh, he's going to hold off on uh, the impeachment of Joe Biden, something that we had. We, we, Lou, you've been reporting on that for years. There was evidence two or three years ago that should have been brought up, uh, that they could have brought impeachment charges against Joe Biden. And I don't know what these Republicans are doing, but it doesn't seem like they're yeah. they're in any hurry to get rid of Joe Biden right now. And uh, uh, I don't know what it takes. I, I, I actually put something up on Gateway Pundit about four or five months ago. This is when Kevin McCarthy was still speaker. I said, they're not gonna impeach Joe Biden. They're just not gonna do it. The evidence it will be there, it's been there. They just don't have the heart to do it. And, you know, I thought with Mike Johnson, things would be different, but maybe that uh, prediction I made is gonna, you know, still hold strong, even though Mike, Mike Johnson is in charge today. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm certainly not going to uh, uh, bet against you, particularly after the statements by Mike Johnson, in which there, he said that there is not enough evidence at this time. Uh, there has been, and I think you're exactly right, I, there has been sufficient evidence uh, from the moment these whistleblowers came forward talking about his corruption, uh, establishing clearly that he is uh, without a doubt uh, compromised and only adult would not understand when they listen to him speak and watch him stagger across the stage that he is not mentally impaired. Uh, it is without question a moment in which he needs to be relieved. I, I, by the way, understand the argument. Well, if you get rid of Joe Biden, what you've got is Kamala Harris. Um, you know, I'm not adverse uh, to a wholesale impeachment of this <laughs> this regime uh, because there is not a single person in that cabinet who has expertise in their department. Uh, it is, with, uh, without ex exception, the most inept, uh, corrupt, presidential administration in this country's history. Absolutely. And, you know, just to back up what you just said, um, uh, a couple days ago, they were going to impeach this uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, the man who has a open border since 2021, goes in front of Congress, goes in front of the Senate, lies to the American people, saying that the border is secure. I don't know how many times he said that in front of the American public. And that is a bold face, bald face lie. Yeah. It's it's outrageous that uh, he gets away with that. They couldn't impeach him. We got what up to some some estimates uh, nine million now uh, illegals million. walking across the border. Yeah, nine or ten since and, Biden took office. And they can't get rid of this guy. I mean, this is purposeful destruction of the country. You can't have a country when you have that flood coming across the border. I know you're an expert on this, Lou, but how in the world could eight Republicans vote against this resolution and another 12 or 13 sit on the sidelines and not vote? It's, it's just infuriating to see this happening with our Congress when everybody out here understands, even the people of New York today understand that this is a crisis and this man is a liar and he's behind it all. He's not changing anything and he should be gone. Yeah, no doubt about it. 
And we're going to take another quick break here. We're coming uh, right back uh, talking with Jim Hoff, the Gateway Pundit. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. We're talking with Jim Hoff of the Gateway Pundit and the founder of the Gateway Pundit, I should also point out, incidentally. Uh, Jim, we're talking about uh, all that is upside down in this country. One of the first DAs uh, in the open, sponsored by George Soros, Kim Gardner in the great uh, city of St. Louis, where you are right now. Uh, We now find out a lot more than we really even needed to know how uh, the full extent of the corruption uh, and uh, the betrayal of the public trust. Uh, Give us your sense of what has happened with the district attorney's office and the the immense power of George Soros uh, to to buy these DAs all over the country. Yeah, so I've lived through the horror of Kim Gardner as uh, a circuit attorney here in St. Louis, and it has been a complete disaster. Um, This woman uh, who was uh, funded by George Soros, he was actually her largest funder in her first election and her second election, um, has destroyed law and order in the city of St. Louis. It's very sad to see. Um, This has been going on for several years now, Lou, and she finally stepped down I believe it was uh, earlier this year. And that was only because after all of the instances of lawlessness in the city where they'll, they'll bring in one, one time, they brought in a drug dealer. Um, they had all the drugs, the police lay it out on the table, the media comes in, um, all this money, stacks of money, Kim uh, Gardner lets him go, puts them right back out on the street. Uh, another instant, there was a girl who was a little girl who was killed um, by a gangbanger, and uh, Kim Gardner let this guy back out. Uh, finally, uh, what happened? A horrible incident. This this young girl came to town, and you know, uh, a lot of these high school girls uh, play this volleyball, and they're on select teams, and they play all over the country. And uh, the, her team came to town. I believe it was from Kentucky. And uh, after her match, they're walking outside in downtown St. Louis by the arena. And uh, she, uh, this car comes screaming down the street out of control and, and pins this young girl who has a scholarship for college to play volleyball 
pins her against uh, another car, crashes the car, and uh, she lost both of her legs, Lou, both of her legs above the knee, crushed her, crushed her legs. Her father um, actually saved her life, this little girl. Um, and then we find out that the person who was driving the car was somebody Kim Gardner let out of prison, uh, a young man who was supposed to be on uh, you know, the, the home detention, he had the ankle bracelet thing on. He'd broken it at least 100 times. He'd already been out driving around the city. Um, no respect for the law. Should have been locked up. Instead, he, he just destroyed this little girl's volleyball career, ruined it, you know, you know, you know, God bless her. I hope, you know, she, you know we, we hope she has a great recovery. But um, really, uh, it, it was the last straw, though. Uh, the people in St. Louis were like, how can this continue? And so um, that was when the, finally the, the city government, Tashara Jones, who's the mayor, who's been uh, silent on Kim Gardner, and she finally came out and made a statement. There was enough outrage from the population of the city that they got rid of Kim Gardner. She, she stepped down. But she has a trail of tragedy and lawlessness and lies. And she also, by the way, had opened a case against a very popular governor here, Eric Greitens, and um, off of some evidence that was never produced that Eric Greitens, this governor, had threatened a, a woman he was having an affair with. Uh, that was, uh, she lost that case, but uh, she, she won in the fact that she got rid of Eric Greitens as the governor of Missouri, a young uh, Navy SEAL, uh, who was very popular with the people. The regime didn't like him. The state, you know, elites didn't like him. The uh, what elite. Happened? So she stepped down. You know what I hear is she's going to be a nurse now. <laughs> anyway, she's, uh, they, she finally, they got her out of office. And just this week then, the, uh, the, the Republican attorney general in this state released a report on Kim Gardner and just her trail of tragedy. And, uh, it's 62 pages long, and it's an in-depth analysis of Kim Gardner's time in office and her failed policies. Uh, it, you know, it just it, it goes on and on. And this is this is what George Soros wants, and this is what he's put in every every one of these big cities where he can. Um, people like Kim Gardner who come in, and uh, the crime goes way up. Uh, the criminals are let out on the street, and everybody lives in fear, and there's violence everywhere. That's I guess what George Soros wants. That's exactly what he's buying. Uh, whether it's what he wants or not, that he knows what the results are, the consequences, and they're tragic for this country, uh, for the young lady that you just told us about, uh, a trail of tragedy. Uh, this is the path forward for George Soros. He wants tragedy throughout the country. He wants the country destroyed. There's no doubt about it. Uh, by the way, the Marxist left in this country, the Marxist Dems, you know, Mitch McConnell, the minority leader in the Senate, uh, and now Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House, and the first thing they do is they uh, they cut and run uh, and like to pretend they're doing something, but they've done absolutely nothing. Do you agree? Absolutely, Lou. And uh, I just I, I just to echo what you said, it's um, even Elon Musk pointed out in a recent interview that it's it appears that George Soros is just anti-human. He just is. His policies, the people he's promoting, the, the, the policies he's promoting, you know, 
around the country, um, it's just lawlessness. And how can you promote something like that and think it's a good thing? You know, you always scratch your head with George Soros trying to wonder what's going on in his mind. Of course, we don't know. But um, uh, but we do see uh, what happens when his people get in charge. And it's 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 uh, chaos and violence in every community. As you say, there's uh, there's no understanding of his mind, his uh, motives. Uh, but there is certainly clear, uh, unequivocal evidence of the consequences of what he uh, desires for this country because he doesn't reverse course on any of uh, his uh, initiatives. Uh, in fact, he understands clearly what the consequences will be and often years before people wise up to what he's done, whether it's uh, his Secretary of State project, which was years ago, so that you have George Soros, Secretaries of State, ready to rig another election. I'd like to close out with your thoughts. We always give our guests, uh, I say always, we try to always give our guests uh, the, the, the last word. So if you would, your concluding thoughts today, Jim. Well, Lou, I really agree with you there. And it's, it's a, a very serious time, a very scary time for the people of this nation. I don't know if we've been in a spot like this since maybe the Civil War, maybe World War II. Um, and I don't, I don't say that lightly. I, I don't, I'm not like the left where they, where they uh, you know, compare uh, January 6th to 9-11. Um, but the fact that we are about to lose, to lose our country if things don't change, this is just complete chaos it's they're they're selling out the country it feels like it like they're they're piecemealing out to the foreign competitors and joe biden uh has been just horrible i just i pray with you lou that uh they can correct this uh before 2024 because 2024 is pivotal now we have to win that election and i i agree with you 100 percent. i don't see ronna mcdaniel as a person who's going to get that done but I do see a lot of patriots around the country who are doing a lot of work. I'll put, I'll put my faith in them and I'll work with them. But uh, this Republican Party under Ronnie McDaniel, I don't expect much. Appreciate you being with us, Jim. As always, great talking with you. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you, Lou. Thanks everybody for being with us today. Please join us tomorrow. Join us each and every day. And thank you again. God bless you. And may God bless America.